H.T. Wow. September. Season 5. Go, Dave. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for H.T. Wow episode 62. The September 2022 episode, which is a socially distanced one. Not because of any good reason. Just because we're busy. We're multitaskers. We're multimedia. We're mega famous. We have lots of stuff going on, yeah, but that does not stop things. us. None of those things are true. Well, whether they're true or not, they don't stop us from stopping down and putting together a curated playlist of the hottest jams just for you. And that's what HTWOW is. So we hope you stay tuned and check out the stuff that we have picked uh, from the very top of the new release pile. Uh, can't believe that you've never heard this stuff and it's going to become your instant favorites. Also want to let you know that we have an After Dark podcast that is subscription only and all the cool kids know about it, but it's only five bucks a month and you can uh, subscribe by going to oldwaver.com and clicking premium or you can go to patreon.com and you can search HTWOW and you'll find us there. And there's several different uh, levels of subscriptions, but you probably just want the base one. And that gets you a koozie and some stickers and the monthly podcast. So we encourage you to become a special secret member of our society. And we also would love for you to spread the word about HTWOW. Drop us a review. And uh, I don't know, tell a friend. The end. Man, you handled that so well. Like you remember during that musical when they needed some more porridge? Like you remember when the three bears, they were like, yes. one porridge is cold, uh -huh. one is too hot, and the other one was just right? Yes. Yeah. And porridge is, is, is porridge more like oatmeal or more like cream of wheat?
September 2022 episode. The victory lap after our five-year anniversary last month with Dingu, Danny Bayless. Did that one just fly off the shelves? Yeah, it was the bestseller. I mean, seriously, we, we climbed all the way up to rankings. All right. Best we've done in a long time. Thank you, Dingu. Dingu's a ringer. And thank all of you who listened. And if you are listening now, thank you for sticking with us when we don't have a fantastic special guest. It's just us. Just us. And it's also just remote, which uh, we haven't had to do since COVID times, since like prime pandy times. Yeah, that's why it took me a long time to set this up. I forgot how I did it. I <laughs> know. We had to we had to figure out how to do this again uh, because it has been so long. I don't even remember what episode number we would have to rewind to to go back to when we couldn't be in the same room together to do the pod. I know. Very different circumstances now because... It's not because either of us are ill or there's a, a global pandemic. Uh, it's just because we're both really busy. <laughs> it's it's sad but true. It is sad but true. But it's not. You know, before it's not before I before I had uh, hardline duty, uh, I, I used to be able to just truck down there on like a Monday or Tuesday afternoon and then we would knock the pot out that night and then I would jet home the next day and no one would be any the wiser. But now we have uh, you know my schedule to deal with plus you are uh, ramping up album preparations and tour preparations for uh, Taylor Young Band and doing DBS stuff and whatever else you do with your life. So yeah, hopefully next month we'll be able to plan it out ahead of time and we'll be able to uh, be in the same place, whether it's my place or your place. But thank you for putting up with this remote edition. High Tea with Old Waver is uh, a, a song swap and a beer swap. And we're going to do the song swapping. We're not going to do the beer swapping. Uh, we're just going to basically tell you what we're drinking. We're kind of just doing our own drinking. Yes, I am. Um, I found another Martin House that I fell in love with. This is uh, the Pineapple Splash Sour Ale. Would you like to know what's in this? Yeah, you like a you like a sour. Yeah, every once in a while, and this is you know it's a it's a nice uh, Indian summer beverage. 
you know, because it got back into the nineties this week and this is uh, it's refreshing, but it's also strong. It's an eight percenter. So it's a sour ale with ginger, pineapple, lemon, and vanilla, which sounds like a lot of things going on, but it's quite smooth and quite delicious. And I love it. And you're not going over ice with that. No, I'm not. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it, a sour is different than a a seltzer or a cider. I don't know that you want to go over ice with a sour. I just thought we did that one time. As we mentioned uh, his name just a moment ago, you you are friends with or bandmates with a dude that will pour a uh, a Miller Lite over ice. So yeah, nothing's sacred. Nothing is sacred. Would you do that ever? Even I mean, sometimes you just gotta. Uh, I you know I like the trick that they used to do. I don't know if they still do it at the Hooters when they would bring you a pitcher. They put it and between their boots. Put a Ziploc. No, they'd put a Ziploc bag of ice in the pitcher so it would keep it cold, but it wouldn't it wouldn't dilute. I remember. Yeah, I remember people talking about that. And all I ever thought was, man, I hope they clean those bags. <laughs> I mean, I know it's probably a fresh bag every time, but, you know, it's just sitting in some storage room in the back of a Hooters collecting right. dust. Hooters it dust. It just seems so, white, seems so wasteful. All glittery, all glitter dust. Um, and we did hear from Erasure there at the beginning, Love to Hate You, with it, which is off of Chorus from 1991. Wow. And Chorus is our HTWOW album of the month. <laughs> and so we, we give away a classic album every month, and uh, that's what it is this month. Thanks to our vinyl sponsor, which is PositiveSpin.com. Yeah. Positive with a Z. And so if you go to positivespin.com and if they've updated the banner, then uh, you can click it and enter your email address and have a surprisingly good chance to win a brand new reissue, a brand new sealed copy on vinyl of Chorus by Erasure. Hot record. How does that rate in their catalog for you? I feel like you are a much bigger Erasure fan than I am. Yeah, you know what? Since I have this pulled up, let me let me do this properly. Um, yeah, I mean, I really like the first one, Wonderland, because that one has the Oh L'Amour and all that stuff on it, right? Yeah. Um, it for me, it's uh, it's the first three or the next three after that, the Circus, the Innocence, and probably Wonderland are my fave. And then Wild was pretty good. And I think I saw the Wild tour at, um, yeah, that was 89. Yeah. So I saw that at, uh, Southern star amphitheater, you know, like where the Depeche mode show was in one one place where you got fired. No, no, no. That was, that was in the woodlands. This was the place oh. that it's just like a starplex, but it was at Astroworld. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but everyone played there. I mean, I saw everyone at that place. But I like this chorus record. After Wild, when chorus came out. And then after that, it kind of, you know, they were fine. I liked some stuff, but, you know. Yeah, they went through a, a, a middling period. Mm-hmm. Um, they just came out with something new. I haven't really listened to it. I haven't either. But I think people like it. How does he do that? Like, does he, I wonder if he takes it down a notch. You know, like, he drops it. I mean, how could he possibly Andy, Andy sing? Like that? Yeah, I don't know. 
we also need to say hello to our uh, beer sponsor, even though they aren't uh, providing my beer or Toby's wine. Um, <laughs> they were such gracious hosts for us last month, and uh, we love them so. So please uh, give a uh, a hearty thank you and a uh, a good bit of patronage to our friends at Good Friend Package and Good Friend Beer Garden and uh, Burger Bar mm-hmm. because uh, those dudes, Matt and Josh, they're uh, they're good people. If you go to Good Friend Package at one one five five PV Avenue uh, and go get you uh, a breakfast sandwich or uh, a nice. Um, I don't know, a nice Italian sub for lunch. <laughs> Just uh, tell them HTWOW sent you. They'll look quizzically at you, and then they'll charge you exactly what they would charge mm-hmm. everyone else, but Maybe a you'll feel more. good. You'll feel good. Um, I gotta say, for, for a bar like that, they were providing me bubbles. They had a big fridge of bubbles uh-huh. and wine. You know, most places like that, they'll have like one bottle of something that's in the back that's had a cork in it for like four months and they're like oh you're fine <laughs> you know but they had man they have a selection you gotta hand it to them for such a beer place good for them indeed we love them so much and uh, hopefully when we get back together we will have uh some curated beers from good friend package all right um i i, I feel like we have stuff to uh catch up on because um, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever basically since we recorded the last pod mm-hmm. um, but I want to go ahead and kick off the jams because uh, I'm rather excited about my first jam okay um, I think I, I'm I'm curious to think what you how you react to this because I had a very um I don't know. I, I had a diverse reaction to this because on the one hand, I loved it. On the other hand, it, it just it didn't quite sit totally right with me because it was, um, I don't know, like maybe too close to the source material. Um, but, but this is a band. They're from Toronto. It's a band called Tallies. And they just put out their second record. And uh, the new record is called Patina. Oh, and do you know what that is? Yes, it's it's when things rust and age, right? And, yeah, it's got a lovely patina. Yes. And so this actually was brought to my attention by our friend Dale. And also our, our friend Craig Great. is all over this as well. And it came up because we all saw the ocean blue together here in Dallas. Uh-huh. And um, I guess one of the dudes in the ocean blue is a big fan of tallies. And so uh, that's how Dale first became aware of them. And so he wanted me to listen. And so I, like I said, I loved it, but I also had reservations. So I want to see how you feel about it. So Ocean Blue really found it. I mean, let's give credit where credit is due, because we obviously cannot give it to Dale. 
Yes, yeah. Ocean Blue found it, and then Dale stole it from them, yeah, and okay. then I gave it a cursory review uh-huh. uh, as a favor to Dale, and then when I found out that it was blessed by the Ocean Blue, then that's when I decided to play it. Yeah, because so you obviously did not trust him at all once again, even though he's been right, right before, but we can't give him credit for this either. No. Dale can never get credit. Yeah, that, that um, so, fits. Yeah, let's let's take a listen. I think you will immediately find some reference points as you listen to this. But uh, <laughs> this is one of uh, the big singles off the record. It just came out, and the single is called Catapults. Did I say that right? No, no S. Or just cat? Yeah, just catapult. Yeah, catapult. Maybe, maybe it's a verb like you're. You're catapulting. Sure. I'm gonna catapult you. Yeah, you can in, catapult into somebody. into this dumpster. It's like when you're on a anyway. trampoline and you double bounce somebody, you catapult them. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> and it's on HD Web.
Yeah, so that um, that's really good, but that obviously, I see why all of our dudes like it. It's like the Sundays. Yeah, it's um, it's eerily exactly like the Sundays, which I, that's what I had a problem with. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like a carbon copy. Yeah, but I mean, after a while, you're like, well, if the Sundays aren't going to do anything. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, somebody so needs uh, to. the singer, her name is is Sarah Kogan, mm-hmm. and um, the guitar player is Dylan Franklin, and the record was produced by a guy named Graham Walsh, who's in the band Holy Fuck. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. Um, it's funny <laughs> that band and Star Effer. Paces, yes. Paces in here. You always remember those names because you're just like, really? You're just gonna. Yeah. You're just gonna do that. Yeah. Ho- Holy F. They're they're a very um, experimental instrumental. Uh, I saw them open up for Blonde Redhead one time, and they were really good. But um, yes. Yeah, so not only do they sound just like the Sundays, they are on Bella Union. Oh. Okay. And. The, the album cover looks exactly like a Cocteau Twins album cover. It does. It looks like one of the early ones. The what was it called? It was. I have it. It's um. It's one of the ones that's not like that one good. The, like one of the EPs or right. something. Right. Really early one where she's really just singing wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, like I said, I had reservations, but. It's just too good not to play. It's and good. Also, and I can let you know that I don't know what the other song you're playing is or what you're ramping up to, but we're going to be really matching up on this episode. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, um, yeah, after the Ocean Blue show at Granada, you know, I took some videos and um, and posted them on, on Twitter and... Uh, the the Tally's band account uh, liked my stuff. So I was like, it's fate. It's fate. I it, love it, it. I have to play them. Yeah. And and you said they're a Canadian? Yeah, they're from Toronto. Okay, cool. Yeah. that's They sound so, good. It sounds awesome. I love it. I'm so glad these kids yeah, are so doing this these days. It's killer. Yeah, this is their second record. So I haven't gone back to listen to the first one. So I don't know if it was quite as dream pop but mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm interested is it girl singer and dudes like the sundays or is it like it most of the bands are now where it's like three girls and a dude i think it's girl singer and dudes okay in the bio they only they only reference the guitar player and the drummer so i don't know if that means that she plays bass or they didn't have a permanent bass player at the time or huh. what exactly that so, okay. but yeah, chicken dudes. <laughs> it's going to be your burger restaurant with only like one chicken sandwich. Dave's chicken dudes. Dave's chicken dudes. <laughs> All right. So um, before we get to your jam, I want to catch up on the life of tea. Okay. Because I feel like you've played like a billion gigs and you have been all around the world since I've seen you. What, what do you, 
what can you tell me? What are you willing to tell me about <laughs> what you've done since uh, we had our, our fifth anniversary get down? Well, I've had a few trips because you know I've turned into beach tea. Boy, you are. Well, I mean, you love to go shirt off any time. Yeah. So, so it makes sense. But everyone knows me as winter tea. Yeah, because you like to wear the hoodie. I'm a cold weather guy. But in the last couple of years, I got real beachy. You, I mean, we're, I'm looking at you over a uh, Skype connection, but you, you definitely have some color. You look beautiful. Well, the, the St. Kitts Nevis trip is one thing. If anybody gets a chance to go there, you got to go. That was, I just had a chance to do it, and it was just awesome. And it's way down there, like by like South America. It's crazy. But it was so cool. <laughs> it's way down there. But <laughs> how many uh, how many days were you there? Like five days, four or five days. And did you leave the resort? Uh, yeah, but not much. Just like one day. You explored some of the native landscape. Yeah, and but it was kind of one of those things. Like on the last day, just kind of we kind of felt like you know we got to go to these places everyone keeps telling us about and so we did it but it wasn't the cool thing is is we met these really cool english people and they were just so sweet so they came back to the our thing with us and then uh later on we went to this restaurant everyone told us to and but uh the whole deal there was we were supposed to see just tons of monkeys that were just all over us but i don't think monkeys come to the four seasons <laughs> Or maybe the Four Seasons keeps the monkeys out. I don't know, but it seemed to be the big tourist attraction is that there were supposed to be awesome monkeys everywhere, and I never saw one dang monkey. Of course, high tea is at the Four Seasons. Well, we had an in for that. That wasn't a, doing the... We had a way into the Four Seasons. So I get it. it I, I get it, it. Yeah, it wasn't... But yeah, I bet, you, I, I bet you the Four Seasons has a monkey guy. I bet they do have like a, a monkey dude that guy. Just, a, a dude that just walks around with like a pellet gun or something mm -hmm. to scare off the no, monkeys. No, but I think they want him because people want to see him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But I, I have a... So after that, I come back, play a couple of shows with Taylor, and then I go to Cabo. Oh, that's right. Yes. So this is a, fasc this is a fascinating deal. Did you hear about this? Yeah, well, I remember you telling me beforehand, and th I found it so fascinating because it just sounded so over the top. Okay, so maybe we should save the Cabo story with Deep Blue Something until after the next song, because it's a long yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you have okay, no idea yeah. what I'm about to tell. It's the craziest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> we'll package that one, and then let's. So let's go ahead and get into jam number two. All right, jam number two. Um, two chicks. Do you have nothing Sorry. to say about? Oh, <laughs> I thought you froze for a second. No, no, I was looking at you to say, okay, so it's you're you're waiting for me to say something crude. No, no, I wasn't. I was just wanted to say two chicks that basically are the band but they their friend zach either plays drums or bass i don't know i think he's the drummer who knows but in the pictures now it looks like zach's playing bass because they've just opened up for um snail mail 
Okay. And um and of course wet legs. Yeah. So this all ties together. You know. Yeah, all all, all HTL discoveries. <laughs> You're welcome. I was sent this uh from my team. Okay. A while back. And um and I'm playing the the song that was sent cuz this is the jam. And this is this is brand brand new. Yeah, this is brand new stuff. I mean, you know how we are. We can't help but be mm-hmm. on the leading edge of everything. Also, we kind of have a theme on accident of names of bands. Uh-huh. So we champion New Dad. Yeah. New Dad. And so this band's called Mama. M O M M A? Yeah, Mama. And this is a song called Speeding 72 that was sent to me, and I really like it. What? Mm hmm. Like driving 72 miles an hour in a car? You know, you just, you just got to listen and feel of it. Okay. I'm excited to see what Two Chicks and a Zach sounds like. I know. I know. I think you're going to like it. They, of course, they met at some school thing. You know, I think they recorded their first record because it was like they were in college and they had a week off for spring break. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm just going to play it and we'll discuss them a little bit after. And then we'll get into the uh, what happens in Cabo. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Speeding 72 on HD Wow.
It's real good. Man. And they're cute girls, too. Oh, I haven't really... I, for some reason, I think I was looking at them. I couldn't really tell on my phone or something. But they seemed like they were cute or whatever. I don't know. Well, I found their I found their website, and then I found their gram. And, uh, yeah, they're, I mean, you know, they're normal girls. It's not like they're, you know, supermodels or anything. But they're super cute. And... Um, they can jam. To continue... Yeah, they can jam, and to continue the HTWOW thread, <laughs> they have a, a a big gig upcoming. They're doing a. Uh, you remember the days of doing the the radio Christmas show, the holiday show. Sure. Yeah. So they're on the bill for a, an alt rock station in Columbus, Ohio, uh, in December. And so it's Mama with Interwave and Foles. <laughs> of course they are. Okay. Yeah. So. Man, you know. we really know what we're doing, don't we? Yeah. We, we keep it in the family. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, that was that was sent straight to me. I didn't go down like a, a hole of finding anything different. I was like, nope, I like that one. That's it. And their whole thing, so this is a brand new record that's come out. The next thing I'm going to play, the records, I think they've released the singles, but the record doesn't come out till the end of this month. But it's like, these are, it's brand new stuff. Yeah, I love it. I like we're on a theme. I love it. And, Punky chicks. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just looking at a picture now where uh, it's, you know, the, the two girls um, and then their, their buddy Zach, who's, plays drums or bass or both but he's wearing the uh smashing pumpkins billy corgan zero shirt <laughs> yeah you can tell there's stuff like that in there isn't there 
It's like yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of the guitar sounds in there. But yeah, I it's love pretty it. cool. I'm definitely gonna add them to my library. Library. All right. So, would you like me to tell you my Cabo story? Yes. <laughs> so you haven't heard about this yet. What what happened? No. I, I, all I know is that it was going to happen. You told me about the ridiculous scenario. Mm-hmm. Deeply something going to Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, so let me for a wedding. Let me set it up because it's pretty. The setup, even the entire thing, normally without the insanity that went down, is crazy anyway. So, very good friend of ours, Tiffany, has nothing to do with the song, of course. But we just knew her in college. She's super cool with all of our friends, Heather and everybody we know. Right? This was this group of friends. Yes. So. Uh, her new husband, uh, Matt, gets in touch with me on Instagram, I think, um, and is like, hey man, I'm Matt, I'm marrying Tiffany in the fall. They've been together for years, but it's like eventually you do, you know, you get married, whatever. So he texts me, hey man, I'm get- we're getting married in Cabo. Here's the place we're getting married at. It's really beautiful. Would you guys be interested after the wedding playing like four songs on like this rooftop bar thing? And I'm just like, I mean, what would you say to that? Are you paying for us to be there? <laughs> I didn't say anything like that, but I knew what he was doing. Uh, but and so they, you know, it's a fly the band in, um, get us rooms i wasn't gonna ask for any money you know you don't need money after that you're going to cabo for free right right i mean the dude's the nicest guy in the world so we uh he sets the whole thing up but the whole thing he was like so this is the deal though i've set up like three four surprises for the wedding you can't tell anybody like no friends anything because it's going to ruin it so you just can't so we haven't been able to tell anyone we're going to go do this and so and this has been going on since the end of may early june and so making sure the band's good sending people hey make sure all of our stuff's ready you know we're doing this we're only going to play four songs and we're staying there for like two and a half days it's not a bad deal like everyone Let's try not to ruin a wedding here. She's a very good friend of ours. Like, we've known her for a very long time. (laughs) This is where it takes the turn, Dave. Okay. So we're leaving on the day day of the trip. We're leaving, and um, I get a text from guess what member of the band? Uh, The drummer? (laughs) so funny how quickly you nailed that Dave I get a text from our drummer that he doesn't know he needed a passport to go to Mexico (laughs) okay you know you didn't used to you didn't used to but that's a long time ago long time ago also this is missed a trip to Europe missed two trips to Europe showed up four songs into a thing in Ohio because of some other plane fl- I mean, you know, this is nothing new for anybody. Like, this is... Right. But yeah, since the thing, and I'm like, I'm about to get on the plane, and I'm like, man, you're about to ruin somebody's wedding here. Um, 
There's a couple more flights out, though. You're going to be fine. We don't play till after the wedding. You're good. He <laughs> so he has a passport. He just didn't bring it to the airport? No, it gets worse. It gets worse. And okay. by the way, okay. this is two months of me sending everyone check your passports because I do this. I'm that dude. Like, everyone check your things because if it expires, they're not going to let you back in. They might let you go. But they're not going to let you back in and stuff. So let's everyone look today. And what would you yeah, so you're, say? You're um, like the den. You're like you're the den mother of deep blue something. So, and this is another question for you, because I asked a million people this: when it's a week out of a foreign trip, when you went to Paris, how many times did you check your passport for no reason? Like just to make sure it was still where I put it. Mm-hmm. And the date and yeah. everything. Yeah, I mean, probably a half a dozen times. At least, and the day of the trip, for some reason, like 20 times. Right. Right, because you're a human being, and that's what crazy human beings do. You just double-check it a trillion times. So when I go, hey, Kirk found a bunch of these other flights, just uh, catch one of the other ones. And he goes, at the courthouse, trying to get a passport expedited. Well, even if you get it expedited, it's still like weeks. So he ain't going to make it. The story keeps going. So just hold on. So, okay. So we're so used to this that this isn't a big deal, right? But it's absolute chaos. I'm flying out of Houston. They're, Kirk and Todd are flying out of Dallas. And Clay is flying out of Chicago. So that's where we are at right now all sending messages to each other going so we're we just gonna do this as a four piece like what are, like we're gonna just and we're like we're fine we'll be fine you know we're okay do it beach style where you're mm. doing the percussion on on the body of the acoustic <laughs> man i hate that so much when people do that like with their <laughs> thumb like yeah. oh my god so you just have to take your shoes off uh, and so, anyway, so we're prepared to do this. It's fine. We all get on the plane, whatever. <laughs> and here's where it gets good. So that chaos was going on. I land and I get a text from Kurt going, you ain't going to believe this, you know. Uh-huh. And I go, and he goes, and I checked it out with Todd, so everything's going to be cool. And I'm just like, what's up, man? What is it? And he goes, so, I'm sitting next to this couple on the plane. When we're about, I don't know, about to land, you know, everyone takes their headphones out, all that kind of stuff. And he's like, it's their 20th wedding anniversary. They're going to Cabo. And I'm like, cool, man. Like, what? Yeah, that sounds nice. But it's really <laughs> well, nice. Get to the point. Yeah. And he just goes, so, they see that I have a guitar and they're asking me what band I'm in we're right in their wheelhouse they're just like oh my god that's you were those guys that's crazy we i know all those songs whatever you know and the and the girl goes yeah you know you'll think it's funny my husband's a really good drummer <laughs> okay <laughs> did you see where this is going yeah uh-huh uh-huh and kurt goes well i got something for you i don't know where funny are, story yeah i don't know where you're staying tonight but when you say you know the songs, like, do you really know them? Because our drummer didn't make the plane. 
so do you want to play with us tonight on top of the roof at the Cape in Cabo? And he just goes, what? And the wife was like, yes, he does. He will. He knows it. He goes, yeah, I got it, man. Just send me the songs. I play like three times a week for stuff, and I got it. So send him the stuff. This dude named Elliot. Todd and I had never met him. Clay never Elliot, met him. Elliot from where? Uh, North Carolina. I think Eden, North Carolina. Some really small town. This awesome. dude shows up. <laughs> we meet him for about 10 minutes while we're setting up the gear. We run through about half of two of the songs. And then I'm like, the other songs, just when I go like this with my throat, that means cut it. And when I go like this, you come back in. And he absolutely crushed it and everyone went crazy i mean when we That's went into amazing. the reception we walk in and there's people like oh there's the band or whatever and when elliot walked in everyone stood up and clapped and we were like bulls like we're the band <laughs> wait a second <laughs> but elliot got john's room for two days straight at the best hotel in cabo overlooking the ocean with everything you can think of and him and his wife had the best 20th year anniversary thing ever just because they were sitting next to Kirk on the plane I mean and they have a story for the rest of their lives I know is that wild or what like the dude totally killed it there's video of all this and get this the other surprise of the night was the dude that officiated the wedding is Chris Harrison the dude Uh, that hosts uh, the Bachelorette no, bachelor, yeah. bachelor, maybe he does both. I've never seen the guy. Like, I was wondering the next well, day. Yeah. I had to ask people, like, why was that dude in all of our pictures? He got canceled. Well, I know that, so but he not, officiated yeah. the wedding and was there filming the whole thing while we're playing. And then Howie Day played <laughs> the bachelor song for their first dance. That's insanity. Is that insane or what? We had to hide the whole time behind a wall until we played. So John's drums made it, just not John. No, rented drums were up there. It said something like... Oh, okay. So the the groom had all the backline up there ready to go. Yeah, we showed up with guitars and plugged in and kicked it down. That's awesome. <laughs> Is that crazy? <laughs> it was the most... All that happened in one... In the very first day when we were on the plane, got there, played the wedding... Everyone partied and woke up the next day like, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> so is uh, are Kirk and Elliot best friends now? Man, Elliot's so cool. I We got a couple messages. We're all back and forth, but everything's all chill. <laughs> it's like, you know, everything's all good. He did so good. That's awesome. It's- so he... Does he he has a uh, a full time band or he just plays in like bars and stuff? No, man. I think he plays like I think he used to be in like tons of bands like in college and all that. And I think he does the money making gig of playing like church bands. That's not oh, his okay. regular all job. Right. He plays like church bands on yeah, the yeah, weekend yeah. or something. And you know those they get paid a lot of money for that stuff. But you also have yeah. to learn every song in the world. So you just he's like. I got it, man. Just send me the songs this afternoon. So he's like, listens to him in the cab and shows up at soundcheck. And he's like, does anyone have any sticks? 
We have to send the concierge out. Oh, I didn't bring my yeah, sticks on my on my anniversary trip. Yeah, we have to get the concierge to get sticks. <laughs> and we're like, what size do were you they, need? And were he's they like, actual drumsticks or yeah. were they were they like breadsticks? I was like, you just you just need to go down the beach and get some driftwood. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. That's even better than I imagined it was going to be. Yeah, it's a pretty long and good story, isn't it? Uh, Needless I mean, to say, classic. Todd, after it, has decided that he needs to take a pretty good break. Uh huh. So we're not going to play probably till next year. That's good. <laughs> well, you know, you you, uh, you went out on a high and, <laughs> and a classic Kirtland story. <sighs> yeah. I mean, why? Why? It's not like we're 18, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I don't feel bad about telling this story. He need to know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know who listens to this that is going to get it back to him. Oh, I don't care. He needs to hear. Even if so, I mean, it's his stupid mistake. So it, I'm, I'm glad it worked out for the lovely couple. That's the main thing. Yeah, uh, Todd at the beginning, right before we play, because of course we right before we walk out, because it's just packed up there on this roof, and I, because we're saving like Tiffany's for the second song, third song, whatever, and right before we go on, I like <laughs> tell Todd, I'm like, Tiffany's first, Elliot, change the setlist, Tiffany's is first, we're going right out there and we're kicking it right now. <laughs> he was like, okay, let's go. And because, you know, it's like, come on, her name is Tiffany and she's getting married. Let's just yeah. go. Yeah. If you're if you're doing the surprise, do it right. Yeah. No, don't make them wait. Just kick it off and we'll do it. But I mean, I, all the people there, half of them were from Denton. They knew all the song, all the words to everything else. But still, it was just like, let's rip it from the start. Let's go. All right. Well, I I definitely want to see some of these videos next time we get together. <laughs> Very hot down there, by the way, but beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I've never been to Cabo. I've never been to the Pacific side. You've been to California? No, I, I know, but I'm saying the Pacific side of Mexico. Oh, yeah. Man, I, I mean, I've been in... I've only been to, like, the Riviera Maya side. I've only been in parts of Mexico where you go in to buy drugs just the border towns yeah is that weird it's a little weird maybe i should cut that out i i didn't do a lot of mexico vacations i didn't do bahama vacations this is my man i went to like galveston and padre you know what i mean like and then every now and then when we we're on the road with deep blue i would be on the east coast or the west coast and like dip my foot in for a second but it's not like we can go to the beach you don't do anything like that you have to go right so this it's weird. I'm beach tea now. Get ready. I love it. I love the beach. I I mean I'm pasty and I burn easily, mm -hmm. and I I'm not built for the beach. You get a little I'm nose fat. burn. You're not fat. But Stop I, saying stuff like that. <laughs> but I even though my body disagrees violently with the beach, I love the beach so much. <laughs> disagrees I mean, violently. I, <laughs> I mean, I I hate to sit still. I mean, I I will I will sit still and watch a football game. 
uh, you know, or I, it takes me a while to get up and get out of bed in the morning because mm-hmm. I, I just enjoy, I enjoy lounging. But if I, if I'm just going about my business throughout the day, I, I really have a hard time sitting still and being present. Mm-hmm. But that's all you do at the beach is you just exist. You're just there. I love it. You're just listening to the waves. You're just people watching. You're just having a cocktail and you are just doing absolutely nothing. And it's one of the rare circumstances where I allow myself to do that. And I love it. I love it so much. The the thing with the beach deal is people, um, and it also depends a lot on who you're with and they have to be all on the same page. But when people right. come up to you and they're just like, would you like to go zip lining or scuba or take a fishing thing? You have to be with the people that go, no, no, I don't. <laughs> no, no, not today. I don't want to do any of those things at all. Like I, you can zip line in East Texas. It doesn't, I don't want to do any of that and fish anywhere. But also winter places are really the most pressure of we have to just get tons of stuff and ski and what's i don't mind skiing but it's after a while by the time you get back from some winter thing you're just beat to hell and you just want to like relax like can i you know there's a lot about winter stuff that involves hiking and snowshoes i don't know maybe not snowshoes but you know <laughs> skiing and stuff. i feel like snowshoes are Anyway, I don't like activity on vacation. I do enough activity at home. You did a zip line. I saw it in your pictures. Yeah, well, uh, and so when we last went to Mexico, we did it her way. Mm-hmm. We did, we did like the, um, like the kind of Zen Yogi Resort, mm-hmm. and we did. That's more of a Nancy activity. And we did the activities and we did like the go downtown and check out the the real city. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was fine. But I told her next time we do it my way, we stay at the resort and we hardly ever leave the resort. Yeah, that's the deal. You might go out for one excursion. I like to call it an excursion, yeah. which mainly means just go to a bar and then a fancy restaurant and come back. But I'm, not, you yeah. know, I don't need to take a helicopter over the volcano. I don't. I don't know what our next one will be. We've talked about doing a a, a couple's vacation with Taylor and his lady friend because uh-huh. uh, they they have a spot that they like to go back to now, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty kick ass. So really, we might do that. I really point. recommend Saint Kitts Nevis. That's what I'm throwing on you. Okay. All right. If I was going to even pick um, between Cabo and Nevis, I'm picking Nevis, even though Cabo's gorgeous. But Nevis is for St. Kitts. They they make you say both. It's like Dallas-Fort Worth. (laughs) (laughs) They're weird about that. They are weird about it. They want you to say both no matter what. Which which one's Dallas and which one's Fort Worth? I would say, well, it's hard to explain because you fly into St. Kitts. Are they two different islands or two different cities? Oh, two full different islands. And you can't, you have to take a boat to Nevis. 
So, so yeah, so Nevis, so Nevis is Fort Worth, and St. Kitts is Dallas. Yeah, I think that is the vibe. Yeah, <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the long story, but I felt like it needed to be told. No, I love it. I love it because I got nothing. But I do have a hot jam. Are you ready for my my next hot jam? I am ready. It's already loaded up. Okay. So um, so I had to go back and double check that I have not played anything from this band before. And on the regular pod, I have not. Let me double check on the After Dark and see if it's been on the After Dark. No? It's not been on the After Dark either. I can't believe I have never played this band ever for you or for our dear listeners. <laughs> um, uh, but I say it's a band. It's it's really more of a dude. Um, it's a band called The Soft Moon, and they're from Oakland. And uh, the guy's name is Luis Vasquez. Okay. And uh, he has... Um, he has a couple dudes that play with him live. Like he does, uh, you know, when he plays live, he does like the vocals and guitar and synthesizer. And then he has a, a bass player and a drum drummer with him. Yeah. You got to get your dudes. Um, but you know, the records, it's all him. And, and so this new record is his fifth record as the soft moon. He also released a, a solo record as under his own name. Um, but the first record was self-titled, came out in 2010. The new record just came out. Um, by the time this pod comes out, it will be out. Um, and it's called Exister. And uh, the new record, he has some collabs on it. Um, I haven't had, had a chance to listen to the whole thing because as we're recording this, the whole thing's not out yet. Mm -hmm. um, but... I am really into um, his whole vibe. <laughs> he's just, he's super like industrial dark wave. Um, he, he has a real, uh, I, I don't know. He has that kind of uh, perfect bass tone. You'll, 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 you'll know what I'm talking about when you hear it. Um, and so this song is a super hot jam off the new record it's called become the lies and uh i don't know i don't know i don't want to say anything more i just want you to dig it man i'm into it let's do it um, we're gonna play it right now on h2l
Man, that's good. Intense. I know you just said it, but maybe we need to reset. Where are they from? Oakland? He's from Oakland? Oakland? California. Yeah. And mainly him. Mm hmm. So is he playing drums and there? Like he's. He's doing everything. Jeez, man. It's it's a it's a mixture of a lot of stuff. Like it's almost yeah. like this weird swerve driver thing mixed with. I mean, there's kind of some poppy stuff in there. It's weird. Yeah, and um, you know he doesn't like he sings more on this record than he has in the past. In the past, he's been a little bit more drony or more affected vocals. Mm-hmm. You know, so that kind of falsetto thing was new and I thought pretty interesting. But yeah, dude, I I, I like everything or pretty much everything he's done. Mm-hmm. I have um, I have a couple of his records on vinyl that I've collected over the years. And um, I just can't believe I haven't played it before. I'll, I'll have to pick another jam. Maybe we'll just pick like uh, whatever the number one play is. And play it on the After Dark. Do you remember... Like, I did a thing about it. But do you remember Babylon Zoo? Uh-huh. There's something there. If you listen to that record, what he's doing right now is really... It, I'm not saying he's copying anything. And, of course, the dude totally has disappeared. No one knows where the guy... But it's like... <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but there was a lot of that Babylon Zoo stuff. Kind of sounds like this guy. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you looked through some thing of influences or something that he might show up with that caffeine song and a couple of other ones. Do you remember when I played that? Do you, right. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I don't know the caffeine song. Um, I know we did something on the pod with it because no one, he was like one of those guys that kind of how Dua Lipa was at the beginning that ever around the world, he was famous, but never made it to America. Um, right. I mean, the, the, the spaceman song, I yeah. think we played at some point. Right. Right. But the, uh, but he actually, I mean, Dua Lipa obviously has crossed over. Like she's big, huge here too. But um, the Babylon Zoo thing, like, I mean, there's something with that guy, the way he sings and everything, that's kind of like that. It's pretty cool. I haven't thought about that since, like, 1998. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you look at, uh, you know, kind of like the uh, Spotify wormhole, um, you know, there's plenty of other HTWOW favorites in there, like Cold Cave. Mm-hmm. And Tamron, and a place to bury strangers. Sure. And uh, uh, tempers. So, yeah, I don't know. Tempers. I don't know. I like it, and uh, I'm I'm glad you're into it. And we'll play a we'll play a, a deeper cut on the after dark. Yeah, we got some stuff. Should I jump into another tune, or you have a story? What do you got? Dude, I got nothing. I've just all well. Uh, You've been working, man. How's it been going? You're like the new <laughs> okay. thing. I know. I have been working a lot. Um, Before you start, is it hard to find 
because um, I know you got quick hits and entertainment, and no one knows what I'm talking about. It's like a thing on the ticket, but you have to look this stuff up every morning. Like it's like say you're on entertainment tonight. Like you got to find these stories. So are you just waking up and just like, damn it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have um, I have bookmark tabs for e news and for community quick hits. So I have my catalog of sites that I check every day. Oh, Yahoo. Yeah. And so, I mean, some days, some days it's easy. Some days you're like, okay, here's the, here's the two or three stories that are gold. And other times, you know, I'll, I'll print out like, uh, seven or eight stories and then I'll have to kind of wait until like right before and figure out which ones speak to me you know which ones i i think are going to be the best um but yeah it's just different every day so they so the stories reach out to you yeah the stories speak to me and uh, you know i i sometimes i i will stack them one way you know i'll put them in in an order and then like right before we do it i'm like now and i'll shuffle the deck you know because i'm just trying to think of what's going to be uh, like the best flow of the segment. You're so. And sometimes on the, fly. the segments. Yeah. Well, sometimes the segments longer than others. Uh, you know. So if I know I have a long segment, then maybe I can fit in four stories. But if it's a short segment, you know, maybe I can only get in two. So I have to, you know, edit on the fly and make sure I, uh, you know, am only doing the, the the most airworthy stuff. It's got to be harder for the local news because you have to dig. Yeah, and and you know, e news is generally always fun. Uh, community quick hits isn't necessarily always fun. Sometimes it's about murder and stuff. So it's like you know, having to try and slog through stuff and and find an angle that isn't depressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes there's a story that's too important that you have to tell. Um, but other times, I do have to make the editorial decision of well. This is a big story, but it's really depressing and it's not really going to lead to very much conversation. It's just me telling a depressing story. So, Have you ever thought about every time you do a murder story playing the KMFDM song? <laughs> I should. Yeah, we should hit that as the bed music as every the time. the bed music is murder and it don't stop. I mean, it's... <laughs> No one would hear it. Like, no one would know what he's saying. I, I switched beers, by the way. Okay. Uh, it's another sour. I didn't buy this. I think Marissa bought it. Okay. She must have, unless somebody left it in the fridge. Um, but we've had Prairie Ales before from Oklahoma. And so this is another sour. It's a sour with cinnamon, hibiscus, and chili peppers called Spectrum. And it's pretty good. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Do you I know, just felt like I was I felt like I was in a sour mood. I know. I cleaned <laughs> That was such a good move with the drink. I cleaned out the fridge today cuz you got to do that. Did you find an old HTWOW beer in the very back? Oh, Dave. There's about 20 of them. I have them lined up in the, what would you call that drawer? The salad drawer? What would you call the- The the crisper? The skinny drawer that's at the bottom of the two other pull-out drawers. Yeah. Yeah, I use that for beer too. 
Yeah. Or just drinks in, in general. Man, I looked at it, and it's just like the most Hall of Fame nightmare beers that we never wanted to finish. So one like of the some, one some of, pretzel stout. So we're gonna have a clean out episode. Oh, gross! And we're gonna finish them. That's what we should do. We're gonna do that. I, yeah. We're gonna clean it out the be a, it, it it should be yeah. I I don't know if it's too much for the regular pod, but maybe between the regular pod and the after dark, we can clean it all out. <laughs> we clean it all out. Because there's some good stuff in there, but boy, there are some donkeys in there. Everything must go. Everything must go. And they've been in there forever. I mean, I have to tell you, there's been so many times that I've been like, man, I don't have one beer left in this house. And I'll open up that drawer and go, there's like 20 beers in here, and I just hate them all. But <laughs> none that I want to drink. I'm mm. desperate. I'm and not I, that I desperate. am lying. I'm lying about that. There's always, I see two or three that I'm like, there's a couple of the sours in there and like all kinds of stuff that we just emptied the cooler because you didn't want to take it back, and they're in there. I just keep forgetting about them. God, I've been off mic for probably about half this episode. Is it okay? <laughs> I don't know. I, You're the engineer. I totally forgot that I, you'll have, somebody you'll, needs you'll to have hear to, me. You'll have to ride gain on your voice. Mm-hmm. I'll ride gain. Ride it. Ride okay, it. I have a quick. I do have a quick story, but let's tell it after your last jam. Let's get this out of the way. All right. Here's uh, the deal with this because we need we need to make this an efficient pod since it's a it's a remote pod. Okay. We well, just he, need to yeah. Here's make the things de- happen. I know. Here's the deal with this one. So you got to get ready. Okay. You have to think of it as a, this is a English band, and it's punky. Once again, girls sing, I mean, we, man, we have, we got a theme, right? A lot of girls on this episode. Uh-huh. Um, at the beginning, you'll think, what is happening? And I swear by the end, you'll be into it like a... Like when someone first listens to Joy Division or just something where someone's got an awkward singing thing and you're like, no way. And then about the, just, I'm just saying you got to sit through it and by the end, you're really going to like it. Okay. Okay. So I'm just giving you a warning. That's all it is. It's like, hey, this is just, we we all need to let it sit. You got to let it sit for a second because she's building up to something here. Like there's something okay. going on. Who are we talking about? <laughs> I hate when you do that because it's always a band name thing that you're just gonna laugh immediately when I say it. Try not to laugh. Okay. This is a serious band, and they name their band for a reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Porridge Radio. Porridge Radio. Yeah. Like, you remember during that musical when they needed some more porridge? Like, you remember when the three bears, they were like, one porridge is cold, Uh one is too hot, and the other one was just right? Yes. Yeah. Porridge is, is, is porridge more like oatmeal or more like cream of wheat? I'd say it's almost an in-between of that. I'd go in between of those. 
so it's not as smooth as cream of wheat, but it's not as coarse as oatmeal. Exactly. It's like in between. It's That's what I'm a little feeling bit, on it, but I'm not an expert on porridge. It's a, it's a little lumpy. Does it have any flavor? Do you put stuff in it? That's the deal. You can have different types of porridge. So you can have, you know, have all kinds of porridge. And you can have porridge radio. And then you can have a radio that's porridge radio. So is it radio for porridge or is it a radio made of porridge? Look, whatever. I'm just glad you didn't laugh when I said it like you do normally with the bands that I say. <laughs> I mean, I've, I guess I've just come to expect it. I know that these Toby rabbit holes, the, the band, the, all the good band names are taken. And so you're going to end up with Porridge Radio at some point. All them initials is in that band name. All right. Are you, do you, would you like to hear it? Because it's yeah, pretty what's good. The name, it's pretty what's good. the name of the tune? It is called, it's called Back to the Radio. Okay. Okay, album does not come out to the end of the month. That's how new this is. Like, they're just finishing mastering it right now. They're, this isn't even ready yet. That's how new it is. I hear you. I, I just hear you. know people like... Look, when you go to Cabo, right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just play the song. You're not going to let me just make up some fake story about nothing that makes no, no sense. No. All right. This is uh, Porridge Radio Back to the Radio. And it goes just like this. Lock all the windows and march up the stairs And you're looking to me But I'm so unprepared for it Nothing's the same and I swear that I'm it's not fair to you and it's not what I wanted but we Oh 
into that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes and no. I, 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 I did like the build. Um, her warble is a little weird. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of? Yeah, okay. What? It, 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 it's almost like uh, like a girl version of Neutral Milk Hotel. All right, there's that, but if you think about it, it's like the first time you hear Robert Smith's voice, right? Uh-huh. And the first time you hear Ian Curtis's voice, and it's the first, you know what I mean? And then, yes. so that's about the fourth time I've listened to that. I am so into them. Like, it is, she's got something. Like, I don't know what it is. Okay. But I'm telling you, the second the second time you listen to this, you're going to be interested in what's going on here in this okay. South London yeah, the band. The other thing that... The other thing that came to mind that you're going to hate is it kind of reminded me of Arcade Fire. Well, there's that. They don't do the group vocal thing. That's not a, that's not a thing they do. Right, right. This but, is on uh, one song. They the way, did it on one song. But the way she stacks her vocals, you know. I know. I knew it was a stretch. I, I, I gave it a go. Um, no, no, no. But, I, uh, I'm not hating. I'm not hating just because you hate Arcade Fire and I compared it to Arcade Fire. I don't want you to think that that means I hate it. Yeah. But I'm saying that that Neutral Milk Hotel and Arcade Fire were the two things that jumped out in my mind. Okay, as I, was I hate that. That, that you just said that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, so, I'm trying to support you. I'm trying to talk about the thing that you played. Believe me, I tried to not play this on this episode. And this, about the second, third time I listened to it, I was like, "She, there's something going on. I don't know what it is. I, I, I guess I need to dive deeper. I need to see what her range is. Yeah. See what else she does. Mm -hmm. But they're like a punk band, and they did one of these songs. And so, okay, you know, I felt like they needed it. Uh, I felt like they needed a platform. And we are obviously the ones that make everyone famous. That's true. Everyone um, knows that. Speaking speaking of making people famous, uh, do you want to do some mailbag real quick? Oh yeah, we haven't done that in ages. Because you know, I, I you know I put out the call for people to uh, write us reviews, and I would send them stuff mm -hmm. if they if they reached out to me and uh, were really nice about it and uh, told me what they wrote. And I had many people take me up on it. I sent out uh, some nice merch from my own pocket because I love the listeners that much. So do you want to hear some of the things, the nice things that people have said about us lately? Uh, I need another pint glass, by the way. <laughs> so this one is from your mentor. Uh, if you want to be cool, sit down. These guys know what's up, so shut up and pay attention. Very abrupt, but true. It's, yeah, mean, but I like it. Uh, Baron, Travis writes, Hot jams indeed. Greatest pot around. It feels like I'm listening to my friends hang out. Only these guys are cooler and know a lot of musicians. Gen X Davey, you're my hero, and Toby, you're my new hero as well. Oh Keep God. spreading the gospel of jams and hilarity. I love it. How good is that? Well, I love it. Uh, this one's from 
Puh, puh. Interesting range of topics. Fun. This is a great podcast that refreshingly does not follow the same formula as others. Great conversation with smart dudes that are not taking themselves or anything other than Morrissey too seriously. I've never used the word hang in this context, but I think you could say this is a good one if you're predisposed to engage in such language. So I guess we're a good hang. That's what he's saying. What's wrong with hang? Uh, Am I missing something? I don't know. I guess he just doesn't like to use the word hang, but we've moved him to use that word because that's what we do. I love it. We hang. I like to hang. Uh, uh, Earthquake9429 says, HTWOW, great show. (laughs) It was kind of weak, but I think I still gave him something anyway. Uh, Dishrock1 says, a silly goose time. They are so great. I like stuff. Again, doesn't have to be the best review. Doesn't have to be a paragraph. We're good. No, uh, it counts. It counts all the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, this one's uh, probably the best one. Uh, Oh, hi, Daniel writes, the big boy breakfasts of podcasts. Uh, I've been a big fan of Davies since his ticker guy rant days and have been meaning to check out this podcast for years. And I'll be damned if I didn't finally do it. And guess what? It's awesome. I'm not sure what took me so long since I have similar music taste as these fellas, and I also enjoy the craftiest of beers. But for real, this podcast has everything. Tunes, talking, words, sports, and two guys who get slightly more buzzed over the course of an hour and a half. I've already gotten some terrific music recommendations from the pod, both old and new. My only complaint is that this thing is monthly instead of weekly. I'm officially hooked. See? People like what we do, Toby. Things can be weekly. We just need to get paid a lot more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, for the headache that it would be for both of us, but especially you, yeah, we would need a lot more compensation to make this a weekly. I would do it every day if it was worth the money. Yeah. You got shades on in the dark now, so I, I see why you're talking like that. You like it? Yeah, it's hot. I did that for um, you because I'm recording our Skype uh, conversation. Uh, quick story that uh, I I teased before we played your jam. Okay. So I took young daughter to her fourth ever concert just a couple weeks ago. Man, y'all are concerting. Yeah. So... Previously, she had been to Taylor Swift at AT&T Stadium. Okay, that's a big one. Uh, yeah, that was. I think that was her first one. She had been to uh, Beach Bunny. Remember, we played Beach Bunny on uh, a couple pods ago. Beach Bunny. And she, she went to that with her brother for his birthday. Mm-hmm. There was another one that she mentioned to me that I couldn't remember what it was. And so for her fourth ever concert, the first one that she went with me, because okay. the, the, the previous concerts, she had gone with her mom. And so this was the first time that she and I went together. And I took her to Fort Worth to see Johnny Marr open for the Killers. And she did not know who Johnny Marr or the Smiths were. She did not know who the Killers were. 
but she was game because she thought it would be a fun time to go hang with dad and go to a real rock show. And so we did have a great time. We got out to Fort Worth early and we had a nice dinner and we walked around the uh, West 7th area, which is just a insane collection of college bars. So it's like there's nowhere in here. I mean, we went to Rodeo Goat for dinner and then we walked around and I thought maybe I would get like another beer or margarita or something before we went to the venue to Dickie's. And I was like, there's just nowhere that I would bring my daughter to. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> it just, lit. But, yes, but it was broad daylight and still it just it was just really ridiculous bars that totally cater to 21 year olds. So we didn't have uh, another beverage before we went but so we went down to dickie's arena which have you been no no i've no i've been past it but i, I mean i've never been yeah. there it's great it's super cool uh you know it's like a mini american Airlines center and uh so we, and we had floor tickets um our our friend craig decided that he didn't want to go so he gifted his tickets to us and so uh, we got to see Johnny Marr pretty close. You know, I didn't, I didn't push it too far because she was getting claustrophobic, and you know, she hadn't been in a, that big a crowd like that sure, before. It's so it's a thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were several times during the Johnny Marr set that uh, you know when he's just doing his Johnny Marr licks. And doing cool Johnny Marr things where she turned to me and was like, wow, that's cool. So I felt vindicated. Turns out he's she, very uh, good at the guitar. Yeah, I, I felt vindicated that she enjoyed his show, even though she didn't have any idea what any of the songs were. And then so we uh, went and hung out in the concourse, went outside for some fresh air, mm -hmm. and then it was time for the killers. Smoke and, a cigar. I know you're a cigar guy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so we hung we hung back for the killers because I'm not a huge killers fan and she didn't want to get into the crowd because by this time, you know, it was pretty full for Johnny Marr, but by the time the killers started, it was super full and everybody was super into it. I I, I really didn't know the devotion of the killers fandom until i saw this show uh, people loved that band and they were standing and screaming the lyrics at the top of their lungs i'll be honest with you with that whole thing they're one of the bands that uh I, they don't annoy me and it's fine but i don't get it times 20 like i don't understand i, I don't I, I don't understand why everyone loves them, especially in England. They sell out like Wembley, like four nights in a like they're yeah huge. And I yeah I just don't get it. Like they, I mean it's like it, it's good. I I talked I talked to Corby about it. It's very much a Vegas show because they're from Vegas, and so just the 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 lights and the lasers and the energy and Brandon Flowers just running all over the stage. Uh, it's a it's a very engaging show. It's an over the top show, and it registers with a lot of people. It just it's not my cup of tea. Um, but you know, we had a good time. We watched about half of it, and then 
you know, we're all the way in Fort Worth and it's getting late. And so I told my daughter that, you know, let me know when you're ready to go and we'll go. And so she said she was ready and I was, and I was looking at the set list uh, online and I was like, okay, well, uh, there's a big hit and like two more songs. So let's wait two more songs and then we'll go. And that was like the midway point. I kind of wanted to stay because I knew Johnny Marr was going to come out and play with them in the encore. That would have been like a dozen more songs and there was no way we we're going to make it that far. So, um, so we ended up leaving about halfway through. And so we're, we're in the parking lot and, uh, you know, it's, it's just us in the parking lot basically. Cause no one else is leaving at this time. And she was worried that we were going to, uh, not be able to find our car. And I knew exactly where it was. Right. And so I was like, it's right, it's, it's right over here. And so once the, the car is within eye shot, she's like, Oh, I see it. And then, so I thought it would be really funny, um, to race her to the car. And so I take off into a sprint and I run like five steps and I feel a pop in my knee. Is this the knee you got fixed? Well, it's the knee I got shot up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, and so I, I pull up lame and my knee totally swells up. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I went back to the, the orthopedist yesterday and uh he was like yeah i think you i think you might have torn your meniscus finally and so i'm getting another uh mri tomorrow because he wants to compare the mri to the mri i took like six months ago because you had to take off into a sprint in the parking <laughs> yeah. garage yeah yeah i thought it'd be real fun to race her to the car and I blew out my knee. I don't know. It feels it feels okay right now, but it's just I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know. Man, what the hell's going on with your knees? I don't, I don't know. It's just the right one. The left one feels fine. If I could get the right one fixed, then then maybe I could get back mm -hmm. on the horse. It's because all those it's because all those field goals. I could get super fit. Mm -hmm. I could be like like hot dad, hot hot fifty something dad. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my goal. It's not what everyone thinks it is. <laughs> it's not as cool as everybody thinks it is mm -mm. for someone who's living it. Yeah, it's a lot of work, Dave. I know, I know. I'm gonna have to get a sauna for my garage. Mm -hmm. Sweat it all out. Play this out with some erasure. We gotta get out of here. Okay. All right, we're done. But man, what good songs we. Hot tracks. Half the stuff we played, the record's not even out yet. I know. I, I mean, know. that's big we stuff. Are, we are once again leading mm -hmm. the collective consciousness of the internet towards the coolest music that doesn't even exist yet. I know. It's amazing. I, I hope people understand the debt that we are owed. I know, because a lot of people just sit around all day, and all I do is research. <laughs> I know that about you. I do. I, I I'm really just do. more of a researcher, you know. Uh huh. Like, but I'm only doing it for this, just so our readers know what to listen to. You have a thirst for knowledge. I have a thirst for brand new everything, but also old things. Also old things. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I. 
I think uh, we we need to plan ahead. So this is uh, this is the September pod. Okay. Um, and so you know, last year as a a Christmas present, we did a New Order pod. Maybe we need to do uh, you know like a Cure pod or a Smiths pod or something. Well, who's for coming Christmas. into town? Maybe somebody cool besides Chris. I don't know. I don't know. Is Echo yeah, and the Bunnymen coming I, back? Yeah. Not sure. Anyway, here's the jam. Are you ready? This is the song. I'm so ready. You know what? I love a lot of things. But I really love to hate you. (laughs) I believe you when you say that. (laughs) I know. I can't believe it works. I know. I wish we were completely synced up. It's a little, little off. Like, Have I you tell, ever done the, uh, the Netflix thing where you play a show and then it, you watch it with someone? No, never done. Okay. This part's pretty good. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not hundred percent. Thank you for fighting through our remote episode, H2L episode 62, September 2022. I mean, anything would have been a come down after the epicness of the August 2022 episode, the fifth anniversary. Uh, but I think all the hot jams that we played make up for it. So I hope you enjoyed this one, and I hope that you, uh, if you aren't already a patron, you might be enticed to join us on the After Dark, which is the drunk after party of this podcast. All you gotta do is go to H2L on Patreon, or go to OldWaver.com and click Premium. And for as little as $5 a month, you get the Drunken After Party, you get some merch, and you get a community of like-minded fools that like the same kind of crap that you do. And don't forget, you can win a brand new vinyl copy of Erasure Chorus by visiting our vinyl sponsor, PositiveSpin.com, and registering with an email. And... Uh, I don't know how many huge Erasure fans are out there, but if you are sitting there in your assless chaps prancing around the room right now, you probably should register to win because you have a really good shot. Crank it back I up. I can crank you. it back up. I love to hate you. I love that bit. I know, it's so good. I love that. Vince Clark is a genius. He's a damn genius. I'd also like to thank Tiffany for having a wedding in Cabo and John Kirtland for 
being a moron. What a great story that was. So sorry it was so long, but it was a long story. No, it's a great story. It's a great story, and we we uh, we needed a centerpiece to this pod, and that was it by far. Bring it up. How they crush it. They're so good. They're so good. I hope he can still Man. sing that way. I mean, I think he can. I mean, they still go on tour. Well, and yeah, nothing stopping him. There's nothing stopping him. It's like I'm always like, is the Bronski beat guy, can he still sing that way? Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, you know him better than me. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. <laughs>